this is what I wish I had when I first started my business. You guys know I talk a lot about the fact that I struggled a lot in my first year of business because I couldn't find the right support. I didn't know which road to follow to get me to where I wanted to get. And all this caused me to actually have a traumatic first year in business. And that's why I created the She Wins membership because I don't want you to go through the same mistakes and struggles that I had to go through. The She Wins membership provides you with the support, the coaching and mentoring for you to get to where you want to be. Included in this membership, you will have access to live coaching course, training from guest experts about how to generate income, how to generate leads, how to make more sales and how to grow your business. You will get access to monthly action plans, unlimited Q and A's and much more. So if you want to learn more and join the She Wins membership, then head over to shewinsmastermind.com forward slash membership. That's shewinsmastermind.com forward slash membership. Welcome to the She Wins Podcast, the business, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle podcast for you to get the tools, the tips, and the knowledge to start and grow a profitable and thriving business. Every week, we welcome amazing women from all over the world, and they share with you their stories and their journey, but also amazing tips for you to grow your business. My name is Fatia and I'm your host. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to today's episode. Hope you're all doing great. Hope you're all doing amazing and you're having a wonderful week. I'm so excited to get into today's episode and to interview today's guest. Today, I have on the podcast, Uzma Nakfe. She's a holistic transformational coach. So today, you're properly in for a treat. So today we're going to talk about how to clarify things in your life, the mindset work, how to overcome challenges and become stronger and become a better person in the process. So today Uzma is going to share with us so much value and I'm excited for it. So welcome to the She Wins Podcast, Uzma. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's absolutely wonderful to be here. Thank you. Amazing. Can you tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got started in your entrepreneurship journey? Sure. And um, so uh, I started off, um, I've been working in a civil service job for about two decades. Um, really good job, really kind of cozy place to be, uh, the safe job, as they call it, nine to five. Um, and had some great experiences, learned lots of things and met some amazing people. Um, but then uh, it was always just a job. Um, and coaching kind of came to me, almost like fell into my lap. Uh, it was something that I was very naturally good at from from the offset um, but I never really monetized it never worked on it as a business um, and it be- started becoming more and more real for me when I took a career break from my from my job um, and I had some small babies and I needed some more flexibility and I didn't want to go back to, to work in an office um, so that's when I started to kind of look into this a bit more but it really kind of happened almost um, in an off chance because uh, I personally was going through a very dark time in my life and and I started looking into something um, to do with self-development. And it was particularly one quote that really made me question um, my own existence, my own purpose, what, what am I here for, and things like that. And as I explored that and went into the journey more and more, kind of doors just opened, and I started getting 
answers to a lot of the questions I had. And it was just such a phenomenal journey that I, um, you know, I came from an extremely broken, dark place to a place where I felt light enough that I could shine the light for others. Um, and I thought, I thought this is the time now to actually do what I've always wanted to do. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you overcome those dark moments? So for me, uh, like I said, I, I personally went through a very um, tragic uh, situation, not one, but several. And I'm actually in the process of writing a book uh, about this journey. And what happened was as I was going through one of these, um, these situations in my life where it was just the, the only way I can describe it is that it feels like at that time felt like um, being at the pit of an ocean where there is no light, where there is no breath, there is nothing. It's just dark. Um, and from from that, I came across a quote that I was very familiar familiar with from before. But never, you know how you can't resonate with something. You just read things and you kind of pass them. Uh, you know, you you go along with it. Um, but when you're when you're in a certain state of mind, when your emotions in a certain place, that really hits you hard, and you kind of question. So this is one quote that I um, made me question everything. I'll read the quote to you actually. Um, so the quote is: "Your sickness is from you, you, but you do not." perceive it and your remedy is within you but you do not sense it you presume you're a small entity but within you is enfolded an entire universe therefore you have no need to look beyond yourself what you seek is within you if only you if only you reflect and this i found to be a quite a profound uh, quote um, by a, a very great leader in islamic history called imam ali and when i um I'm supposed to be following this man in terms of my faith as well. So when I read that quote, and especially when I was in that state of mind, I really questioned what this could possibly mean because I felt no universe within me. I felt no light. I didn't feel like I had any healing um, elements within me or that I could feel better just within myself. Yeah. So that's where the quest really began um, in starting this journey to understand what this means and how I can really embark on a journey to better myself and, and feel better uh, from, from where, where I was and like I said as I embarked on this it just I went into self-development and started looking into um, so many different things that were available there's so much knowledge out there and the problem is usually people feel um, you know they, they can go into these kind of uh, they can read these quotes or go into seminars or read some amazing life-changing books but unless you really um, take action and apply it to your life yeah. it doesn't really mean you know it's not it's it's a lot of information there are a lot of amazing uh, words but beyond that it, it is just information and for me because I needed to I actually put a lot of application I put a lot of effort into making that a reality for me and that's when it became very very real that actually there is a lot of power within me there is a lot of um, a lot that I can do to change myself and when I felt that I'd healed and not only healed I actually gone beyond that I was able to help others, that I felt compelled that this is my gift to the world and there's no way that I can hold it and sit with it without, without sharing it with the world. I feel that that's my duty to serve now. Yeah, and what's the mindset work that you had to go through? Because obviously this, what you're talking about, being in dark moments and dark situations require a lot of mindset shifts in order to actually come out on the brighter side. So, you know, most of us are filled with a lot of um, negative thoughts and self-sabotaging talks, especially um, limiting beliefs that are 
hindering us from anything that we want to do. A lot of us have a lot of amazing ideas about what we want to do, how we want our lives to look like, what we want to have our families looking like, and the places we want to live at, and lots of different ideas we have all the time. And we're kind of uh, hoping that one day uh, this this land that we have, which is called the one day land, uh, that we, we park everything on it and we think that we're eventually going to get to it. Uh, but when when is eventually and it's that it is that mindset that really hinders you so I kind of looked into that very very deeply and I, I specialize in the subject of limiting beliefs and that's something that I had to really shift my own mind with and what I learned along the journey was that obviously most of the limiting beliefs that we are holding are not even our own beliefs you know they, they were beliefs that are planted there from ages zero to seven which is not an age where you have a lot of control over where you are who you're around what kind of things and information you consume um, and uh, so a lot of whatever maybe your parents went through or whatever TV even that you watched or whatever was going on around you your peers your schooling uh, anything like that has a profound effect on you at that time particularly things that have an emotional impact and uh, a reaction within your mind sits in your subconscious mind and from zero to seven we kind of collect those and, and this is why we find toddlers to be so enthusiastic about asking questions as a why why I mean I live with a toddler so I know more than anyone I'm a mom of four myself so I've been through this journey several times where toddlers are constantly like but why but but why you know why is this why is this and they're really always inquisitive about what's going on around them and the reason for that is because they're soaking up all of that information literally like a sponge under a tap they just you know as much as their capacity is they're just taking all of that in and all of that um, and especially those things that have an uh, emotional reaction or an impact are being stored in our subconscious mind um, and then what we do is we're kind of operating on that from from that age to until we decide to reprogram it if we ever re decide to reprogram it and most of most of the people live on autopilot I certainly lived on an autopilot. You, you allow life to just happen. You don't get up and you, you don't have an intention of what you want your life to look like. You just kind of go ahead and do whatever, you know, it's almost like drifting like a driftwood and you don't really know where you're, where you're headed, what your direction is, what your intentions are. Yeah. And I think it's when you let yourself be in that state for such a long time that it becomes a, a hindrance in your life and you, mm -hmm. without you even knowing, you're actually sabotaging your own self. So the first thing that you, you have to start with is your mindset. You really have to really kind of tweak a lot of those things and go back into your subconscious mind. And that's a lot of hard work. I think this is why people avoid it. It's because yeah. it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to look in the mirror and say, this is what's wrong with me. This is what I need to fix for myself. Yeah. And, and, and it's, a hard, it's a hard journey because you really have to persevere, really have to be consistent. Uh, in, in this journey and uh, most most people if they're not resilient would end up giving up um, but it's a profound journey it absolutely turns your life you can definitely reprogram everything that's programmed inside of your mind which yeah. isn't even your own thoughts and beliefs that you're living with what are some uh, limiting beliefs that you had to overcome so a lot of the limiting beliefs were for me the biggest one probably that really hindered me was the um, seeking validation from others mm. so I might have had so many ideas about so many different things I'm a very strong person even if I say so myself I've gone through some of the toughest times and uh, and I've overcome them but I've always felt in my life that I needed someone else to say yes you're on the right path yes you should be doing this yes your idea is correct yes this would work no this wouldn't work and until I had that validation I felt like I couldn't embark on that journey or I couldn't take that step and I didn't really know that I always needed like an army of people behind me 
that yeah. needed to validate it for me. And even my own looks, the way I appear, the way I am in my life, all of that was very much dependent on someone else saying, mm. yeah, that, that's good. Um, and and uh, decisions you're making are, are okay. And if I felt even a hint that, you know, the other people around me didn't really um, like that, then I pulled back. Like I wouldn't dare like kind of go and make a decision by myself. And even those that I did, there was a lot of guilt yeah. Um, so living with that is a very, very difficult thing. So for me, one of the biggest ones was allowing other people to take charge of my life, allowing other people mm-hmm. to say, that's what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. And yeah. it's almost like having somebody else literally overtake your life. So you can't make any, any of your own decisions. It's yeah. a very crippling feeling. You know, it kind of um, leaves you very isolated and sad mm-hmm. if other, other people aren't validating you if other people don't give you the compliment if other people aren't like um feeling if you're not feeling like they're approving of you then you feel very lost yeah. but once you find the peace and love within yourself and once you get to that state where you feel like okay i i am a whole person in myself i can actually make my own decisions and i feel very complete doing that then it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks it doesn't really matter what their opinion is as long as you feel content and and that doesn't mean to say that you don't ever seek opinion of other people Mm -hmm. when you feel that you need to seek opinion uh, then you you certainly do you have conversations with your loved ones and people who are of the knowledge more than yourself but uh, but it very much depends in the end your own decisions about your own life yeah and do you think the fact that you were seeking validation from other depended even by your own personal insecurity and lack of confidence Yes, absolutely. I mean, these are very, very intertwined. They're very linked with each other. Um, and it just, you know, it, it is a lack of confidence and the complexes that you have. And they do stem from your childhood. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is, again, it comes from the ages zero to seven. If you haven't been given that environment where you're filled with love, and yeah. it's not that necessary that your parents didn't want to give you that love. They did the best they could with the equipment they had, with the knowledge they had, with the setup they had. So. Yeah they were giving, they were pouring whatever they had to you because you're their child and they did the best they could. But for you as an individual, it wasn't enough at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and you only find that out later on in life when you're tripping and falling and tripping and falling and getting up and you're trying to find your way. And it's just bewildering. It's like, it's really uh, difficult to find your way and navigate your way through life without really understanding why you keep falling. And you only answer I mean there's only two reasons uh, primarily that people transform one is uh, what happened to me which is what happens to most of the people is through pain when you are suffering when you're going through tragedies after tragedies you do end up standing up sometime and say what the hell is going on like why do I keep mm-hmm. falling in the same pit again and again and again and even if you feel like you really thought through your ideas and you know what you're doing you still end up going to the same uh, you know same kind of scenarios and it's when you stop and really analyze and stop and really think what is going on. Why is this happening? What am I doing? And you have to kind of take a reverse road all the way back to your childhood that you start to put the pieces together. And mm. it's, it, it is quite an eye-opening uh, journey. Yeah, it I like brings what you, a lot of emotions. So, yeah. yeah, I like what you just said because I 
I have this um, saying in my head and it says, uh, a lesson will keep repeating itself until you learn it. And I think like that's what you're talking about. So you are finding yourself in the same situation over and over again until you stopped and analyzed, you went back and see what am I doing wrong? What is wrong in this situation? What can I do to make it better? And that's when you actually learn the lessons and then you can actually move on. Yes, definitely. That is very, very true. And I think that um, most people, like I said earlier, is, is very much autopilot life. Uh, you know, you wake up in the morning, you get up at the same side of the bed, you, you know, you have the same coffee in the same mug and you go to the, uh, you know, you go to your job in the same road and same, same everything, you know, and it's yeah. very much, we are, we are creatures of habits. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. And some habits really serve us because if we didn't have habits, we would be lost. Like, you know, imagine remembering everything we do and having to remember it from scratch every single day that would just be uh you know crippling as well but but there are a lot of habits that just don't serve us they're not good for us they're actually very bad for us and we know that yet we find it so difficult to stop that and replace it with something so this this is where like you know the coaching that i do with my clients now it's it's hugely empowering because you know i get my clients to first of all you know I, i i start off with your mind work you know, there are a lot of coaches that are doing some phenomenal work. Like there are relationship counselor, uh, sorry, relationship uh, coaches. There are other coaches who do health and fitness. There are other coaches who do business. You know, there's so many different areas of coaching yeah. and they're doing fantastic, fantastic work. But for me, what makes sense, especially because of my journey and because I had to go all the way back to the childhood experiences, I feel that my, my gift is all about very holistic. So this is why I, you know, I, I like to refer to myself as a holistic transformation coach is that I start with your mind work. Like it has to go back to where it all began. Like the foundation has to be so strong and solid before you can start to embark on other journeys, before you can start to fix a relationship that you're dealing with now. If you're 30, 40, 50 years of age, you're not dealing with the relationships that actually caused this in the first place. That might be a relationship with your sibling, a parent or a, or a peer at school or whatever broke back then is breaking you now. So mm-hmm. I really work deeply on your mindset. And, and like the first four weeks of my program is dedicated to your mindset, really kind of, you know, replacing and then, you know, those the things that don't serve you anymore with the empowering ones. Um, and then I move on to your inner self-concept. So where I really look deeply into a person's character traits, looking at their emotions, looking at their feelings, looking at their connection with the higher power, like whether you're religious or you're not religious, mm. spirituality is a part of us. There is a realm out there that we all kind of have something to do with. We attach ourselves to something. Yeah. And um, so really exploring that. And it's only when you've done the brain work and the inner self-concept that then you can move on to the outer world which is your relationships, which is your parenting, which is your career, your money, your, uh, you know, your life overall, your friendship circles and uh, everything else that you have in your life cannot be explored and cannot be deeply worked on fully um, until your foundational work is done. So that's where I usually start with. And this, I mean, the reason I mentioned this was because we're, like I said, we're creatures of habits. So Mm -hmm. how I work is when I'm trying to replace habits that aren't serving a person, I usually try to anchor them with something that they're doing already. So we all, we all have a morning routine. We all have a certain way of doing things first thing in the morning. And the point is to use the existing things that you're doing and add very small amounts of things to your daily routine, which are new things. And you, you be consistent with them because this is only very small. You can actually yeah. try it. It doesn't hinder you. It doesn't make you feel like overwhelmed that you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, 
if you're where your toothbrush is in the morning in the bathroom for example in the cabinet you can have your um vitamins right next to it so that you take them straight like it's a it's a trigger and it makes you it reminds you of a thing that you're adding on and then you do that on a daily basis and it becomes a part of your life it becomes a habit um and and the other thing in in my coaching method is the accountability i mean obviously all uh, all coaches have accountability but um i get my clients to really be accountable on a daily basis so they have to send me even if it's a tick to say yes i've done my morning routine you know i build that morning routine with them and And I think it's all of those things when you put those practices in place and you do them regularly to make those uh, part of your life that they become habits and replace them. Yeah, definitely. And um, can you tell me a little bit about how you actually got into coaching? Uh, Like when did you start coaching? So um, I've been unknowingly a coach for ever since I can remember. Um, I, I don't know. There's something, you know, some people just have natural kind of, you're a go-to person yeah. when people have an issue, they, they kind of naturally come to you that you, and you naturally seem to have an advice for them. Yeah. So it was like that for me. Uh, and I, and I loved it. You know, I always enjoyed talking to people and really humbled that people would, um, feel that they can actually talk to me about their personal issues. Mm-hmm. So that went on like ever since I can remember, I've always had that thing naturally, but, um, I took a career break uh, from, from my work um, a few years ago, um, I think nearly five years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because I, I, I was having a child, so I took maternity leave. And straight after having him, I didn't want to go back to work um, straight away, leave him. Um, so then I thought, okay, I'm going to take a career break. And it's supposed to be just a year's break. Uh, but every year got extended another year and another year and another year. And as I was in this whole period of taking, um, extending my career breaks, um, coaching just kind of fell in my lap in the sense that I had uh, I had an incident in my life which really turned everything around for me. Uh, it was it was very heartbreaking. I went through a very difficult difficult period, and it was then that I came across this quote that I read to you earlier, um, and and I started really questioning what was uh, what was happening. And as I questioned that more and more, as I delved into um, coaching, it really made everything started to mix it was it kind of blew my mind I couldn't believe that you know everything I'm learning is all within in here and I just needed Mm -hmm. to apply a lot of the knowledge and that's how I started the journey so it was about healing myself first Mm -hmm. really getting to a point where I feel filled enough that I can now pour into other people and when I when I got to that stage where I was okay in myself not only okay but I I felt like I was excelling my life had changed my mindset had changed I didn't need validation from anybody else. I didn't need somebody else to fill my cup and say, you look beautiful today or yes, you're making the right decision. Mm. I just intuitively knew and that was enough for me. And that's such an empowering thought when you come from a place where you feel crippled because someone hasn't said what you needed to hear. I no longer needed that. And I think when when you have these milestones cover one by one by one, you, you start to feel very filled and very evolved as a person uh, and as a you know the, the four stages of consciousness of a human you kind of you feel yourself stepping into one one and one and you kind of go uh, above and beyond yourself as you were before and that's when you feel empowered enough that you can actually serve other people so that's how coaching kind of came to me and I couldn't be happier literally I, I couldn't be in any other, I would never choose any other place now than to be where I am yeah, and obviously you are a mom of four kids at the moment. Yeah. How do you apply some of the things that you've learned into your day-to-day life with your kids? 
so it's amazing because um, everything you look at now, it's you you see it in a different mindset. You kind of the camera literally turns the other way, and you can actually see what's happening or why certain people are reacting a certain way or how you can change that situation from the reactions you get into a totally different reaction because you know what's going on in the mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's, again, it's an empowering place to be in because once you understand what's going on, you're much more able to be empathetic to other people. You're much more able to let go of things that, are, that might have really pinched you before and you take a lot of things very, very personally because people have said whatever they've said. But they're saying it because they've broken themselves or they're going through something themselves or they've got a past hurt which they haven't dealt with. Mm-hmm. And often people that re- take that really, really personally but I think that we need to have that filter in our minds to be able to understand that everyone's going through their own journey and we're not in a place where we can know what happened to them. We can know why they are the way they are. You have to have um, some form of um, benefit of the doubt within that, that you allow the people, you accept the brokenness of other people. Yeah. You kind of embrace that. You kind of allow them to be the way they are because there is a reason for why they are. And I'm not saying I'm not saying allow people to mistreat you. Yeah. Quite the contrary, you you become very assertive, and you know where your boundaries are, and you know the minute somebody steps on your boundary, and you know exactly how to stop that. And for me, this was a massive thing that you know prior to me getting into self development and into coaching, I don't think I had a boundary. Mm. I, you know, and and people knew that. I think everyone around me knew that there is no boundary. You can say anything, you can do anything, you just take and it. And you just take it. And I, and I was off the mindset that one day these people are going to realize that I'm putting up with so much. I'm broken inside. I'm, I'm going through such a heartache. And somebody's going to realize that she's done all this for us. And no one does because they're just doing what they're doing. And it's yeah. you who's, you're allowing these people to be a certain way. And it's when you put a stop to it that people actually know now where to stop. Whereas before, people didn't have a boundary. They didn't know where to stop. Yeah. They just went ahead and did whatever they felt was okay for them. They had more so it's power. very, very important. Absolutely. And it's, it's extremely important. I couldn't emphasize enough like where you have to have a boundary for yourself and you analyze your own values mm. and allow nobody to tread on those values because that's what defines you. Like If you don't have values and if you don't have a boundary, then who are you? And how do people know? how to treat you, how do people know when to stop? There is, there is nothing for them to stop or yeah. they just carry on doing what they feel like doing and you've got to, you just keep putting up with it and, and next time it happens even worse. Yeah, and I know you have a non-profit organization. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, so uh, I call it my fifth child. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's something very dear to my heart. Um, it's called Club 313 and um, it's a global uh, non-profit organization, which is a youth club. Um, And basically the idea behind that is uh, to create a platform for our youth um, to really come together and make friends and have a platform where they can really grow as individuals uh, and for them to become very holistic individuals. So they don't go through what I went through and feel like they have to fall flat on their face, be completely broken and then pick up the pieces and put themselves back together again and present themselves to to the world. It doesn't have to be that way. If we can harness our youth from a very young age, then there is no reason that they should have to go through the same heartaches that we're going through. Although the journey is personal to everybody and obviously they're going to still experiment and do whatever they feel they need to do. But I I think we can still save them 
to, to a huge extent if we can make them understand um, you know, certain parts of their lives. So it covers uh, specific areas um, like emotional development, uh, cognitive development, social development, career development, um, you know, uh, physical development. So all of these are incorporated within that, um, within that nonprofit organization. And we have a course every, every Sunday we have a, um, a call live on, on Zoom. And basically how that works is it's a six, worth, uh, six weeks worth of a, uh, a course on any particular subject. So the one we're currently doing is called uh, mainstream media and uh, the representation that, you know, uh, particularly Muslims have within that. The one pre prior to that we did on um, conquering fear and anxiety. Uh, we have one coming up on mental health, um, a healthy lifestyle, lots of different programs that we do and we get people to really kind of delve deep within. It's very interactive. We have a lot of fun with Kahoot games and uh, things like that. So we get the youth really talking about the subject and yeah. we get the parents involved so they can really assess whether changes happen and they have tasks within the week that they've got to do and stuff. So it's quite, uh, quite fun and uh, like I said, very dear to me. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think it's so needed as well because a lot of the time I feel like a lot of people feel like they can't talk about certain things and having a safe place where they can actually communicate and express their worries, express their feelings is actually very important. So yeah, that's absolutely that's great. And you also yeah. have a book coming up and that's exciting. I have. Yes, indeed. So I'm currently in the process of um, sort of putting it all together and uh, that's my personal journey of up and down and up and down and up and down and then up and hopefully keep going up and is uh, is how I got to the whole coaching world and how I'm now able to help other people sort of survive their darkness and um, you know ideally I, I love to work with people who are seeking purpose in their life and really trying to understand why they're here in the first place what is going on um, and and there you know you can really find a lot of answers uh, from within yourself you just need guidance sometimes you know you just need a little bit of accountability and a little bit of push and you really can find the answers that you're seeking um and it's that, that a lot of people are missing and i think there are some misconceptions in some people and again it's to do with limiting beliefs but if you're seeking coaching or if you're going through something like this where you're having some kind of a therapy then people think that you'll be classed as something wrong with you like there's mentally something not quite right with you and i think we really need to shed this idea that you know there has to be something the matter with you or people will perceive you a certain way that's why you can't really openly have coaching I think everyone can do with a coach yeah. uh, it, it's such a good it's like going to the gym and somebody you know cheering you on to say one more lap or you yeah. know just one more you can do this and it's mm -hmm. such a good thing to have because you know not everybody not everybody has that closeness yeah. to a friend they can talk to you know every area of your life can, you know you can imagine that if you're going if you're going through a whole um a program with somebody which is very structured which talks about every area that is going to affect you in your life and that you can make a very clear vision on exactly where you're headed and you have your entire and, and one of the really cool things about my coaching is that at the end of the 16th week we um we design a personalized uh, vision board for uh, my clients which they love to do because that's their next decade right before their eyes and as you know our conscious mind really works on imagery and loves to yeah. see what what you want to manifest in your life so when you have that right in front of your eyes and as we're working through week by week each area i get my uh, clients to collect everything that resonates with them 
with that particular area of their life. So by the time they're done uh, on, on week 16, they've got a whole collection of different things that they want to um, use uh, for their vision boards. Um, and, and it's things like that that really help you. They might seem like subtle things, but um, they're very transformative and really change your life and your mindset and yeah. you show up in life. They help you get that, um, more clear about the direction exactly. that you want to go, about your vision. And how do you think, uh, who do you think this book is going to help the most? Like, what is this book going to teach people that are going to buy it? Um, yeah, I, I think uh, primarily it's, again, for people who are seeking purpose. Like, I, I, it's, self, it's kind of considered a self-help book, but also as a journey of a person and how, how you can really come out of something so dark that it feels like you are not going to survive this. Um, I haven't revealed this on any other platform, uh, but since we're talking, I, I have actually uh, got, to, I got to a stage where I, you know, I didn't want to live anymore. Um, I attempted that I didn't want to live anymore. And that's a, that's a very dark place to come from. And to come from that to now being able to shine the light for others so they can find their way, it's a, it's a, it must be a journey, right? That, that uh, hopefully, even if it helps one person out there somewhere who can actually pick it up and read it and think, if this person can do this, who had no self-belief, who was self-sabotaging her in her mind all the time, who needed validation from anyone and everyone to say, yes, you're on the right path, you're doing all right. Uh, who, who attempted to give up on life altogether, despite the fact that, you know, that, you know, there were so many things that were going on okay for her in her life. But it must have been such a dark place. If this person can do it, then why can I not? And yeah. it really makes you question. And the whole purpose is that, you know, it gets people to question themselves. Like, whatever dark place you're in right now, whatever place, if you feel like this is the end, it really, trust me, and it comes from somebody who has a lot of experience in this, it is not the end. Like, it is not the end. You must, must not give up and you must seek help and it's okay to seek help. There is nothing wrong with approaching someone uh, and saying, actually, I, I need a little bit of hand-holding. And when you get to the other side, you know, like they say, uh, you know, amazing things are on the other side of fear. So it, it's really anxiety and fear that holds us back. And, and we let it stay there, stay there, stay there. And then it builds up. And then it just erupts as a volcano. And it's about everyday situations that are getting on top of us and harnessing them as, as soon as you notice that things are now starting to creep up and stress you out. You should really do something about it as a, as a natural emergency rather than just leaving it be. Yeah. And what's the biggest lesson that you've learned? So uh, my biggest lesson is that there is a whole universe within me. There is nothing that I can't do. I feel like possible and impossible are just concepts uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, it's, it's a limitation in our own mind. Uh, it's, it's a limiting belief in our own mind. But there is, you know, there is nothing that you can't do. And I'm not talking about silly things. You can't grow wings and start flying. But you absolutely can. You absolutely can change your life and change your mindset so that you can be empowered enough to go and get whatever it is you need I mean money is one of the biggest things for example people you know in, in my book I talk about a, a point in my life where I got into a very very difficult circumstance uh, financially and um, uh, you know I, I felt like what's the point like I can't even feel like I feed my family like I can't I don't have enough to do what is necessary and I'm the responsible one so if I can't do it then what's the point of me being here it's very again Kind of it's, it's to do with your mindset and emotional home that you go to. But 
if you can have the mindset that is open and you can really allow that, that energy to channel in the right way, then there is nothing stopping you accumulating what you need to accumulate. And from that, to within three weeks of having that mindset, uh, I was able to manifest um, you know, thousands uh, just, just within a matter of like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than I'd earned within my, um, within my job that I'd been doing for such a long time. And that happens so quickly when you change your mindset. It's all about you opening up your, uh, your channels up here that are so yeah. blocked with everything that's telling you, no, don't do this, no, I can't, I shouldn't, I mustn't. You know, it's all of that self-talk that really hinders you. Otherwise, there's nothing that you can't do. You are a very powerful That's so true. And um, do you have a book that changed everything for you? So I read, um, I've read so many books, uh, but I uh, read um, Think and Grow Rich. I think that had a big effect on me. I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, uh, Tony Robbins, obviously the books, uh, The Giant Within Me, um, all, all his series uh, was absolutely phenomenal. Um, there's so many books that I can't even think what else I can recommend. But uh, for these, these ones are definitely life changes for me. Um, I had a coach who really helped me especially with the business uh, side of things sort of launching and because it was so new to me I've never you know nobody in my family has had um, you know this uh, uh, business launched so uh, he it was somebody called Mahmoud Mauji who really kind of supported me through this and uh, opened up my mind that it is definitely possible mm. um, so if you're thinking of opening up a business please do you can you absolutely can there are people out there who need you who need your service so mm. go ahead and do it don't 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 uh, talk yourself out of it get out of your own way basically <laughs> live breathe <laughs> yeah so what's your favorite app or software that you use on a daily basis for your business or for your personal life uh, I, I kind of starting to live on zoom now <laughs> Okay. Um, it's it's where I kind of do a lot of my well, all of my coaching and my client work is all kind of video based. Um, it's on Zoom. I'm looking into Kajabi at the moment, which is a, a platform where you kind of have your business, um, all, all of your business needs, all under one roof. So that's what I'm kind of exploring at the moment, looking at putting everything on my website and whatever else uh, on one place. Uh, there's also um, an app that uh, a self maker app kind of thing that came out recently that I've purchased. I've not played with it yet, but it's um, called Gapsy. I think it's called Gapsy, and um, that was really uh, really good because it, it's incredibly cheap. Like normally apps are so expensive, uh, and I've always wanted an app. Um, and this was an this is an app that you can build yourself, just like you can get themes within a, a website. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like that. You can just drag and drop like things that you want in your uh, in your app. So that's something I'm still waiting to kind of have time so I can actually uh, have a bit of a play with that. But it says that it, it literally takes you 60 minutes to build an app from scratch, uh, even if you have no knowledge of it. So I found that quite interesting. So that's something <laughs> yeah, I need to explore a bit more. <laughs> so how can our listeners connect with you? So I'm on social media, so particularly um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I'm also, I have a channel on YouTube uh, on Facebook, it's um, so my personal account is Usman Akfi. Uh, uh, it's in Sheffield in the UK, and then within that, uh, on the bio, it tells you my link to the non-profit organization Top Two or Three, and also my business page, which is UN Life Coaching. Um, and then on Instagram, it's again Usman Akfi as a personal one, and uh, UN Life Coaching as the, as the business page as well. So, okay, great. We'll make sure to put all your details in the show notes. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing so much value. 
You're most welcome. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Just before I go, on the 15th of August, I'm doing a Limiting Beliefs workshop, two hours. And it's basically uh, incredibly powerful. And uh, I'm going through a step-by-step guide on how your mind works and what's going on up there. And then the last uh, 20, 30 minutes of it is an extremely amazing, relaxing uh, visualization meditation, uh, which I use very special um, sounds to really calm your mind and get them to alpha and theta uh, state, which is the brain waves, uh, that help you get into your subconscious mind. If anybody's interested in that, uh, please don't hesitate to contact me. It's contact at yourinlifecoaching.com. Great. So make sure you connect with Uzma. All the details are going to be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at SheWinsMastermind. And also share and review this podcast. We love you and we appreciate you. Last thing but not least, if you want to join the SheWins Club, tribe or membership make sure you head over to shewinsmastermind.com and join the tribe make sure you register and join us thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode